0: I got it! I'm Jackie.
1: Lord of the Rings borrows very heavily from this movie. I'm Sam.
2: I asked my friend Ron, what's that giant pot called, Ron? I'm Justin. This is... We got it. This is sticker madness.
0: What's that smell? (laughs)
1: I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! You thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me.
0: Hey, look at me! No!
2: Hello, welcome to Sneaker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Chester, with me, always, Sam and Jackie. Uh, this week on the show, we got a winner from Canon from 1985, starring Richard Chamberlain and Sharon Stone and Sala from Indiana Jones and Lord of the Rings uh, from Canon Pictures. Did I already say Canon Pictures? I think I already Yeah, did. you it's did. It's worth mentioning twice, though. Canon. Canon Pictures. Globus and...
0: <laughs> Golem and Globus.
2: Ah, the good old guys. Uh, Currently streaming on Amazon Prime, and uh, you should go watch it. Sam, hello, and your face is there on the screen. Uh, We're still remote, as you can probably guess, and you are going to talk about this movie in hopefully very much depth because I'm on the edge of my seat.
1: Well, you can just guess that any of the numbers reported around this pictures are probably goddamn lies. One hundred percent truthful.
2: Uh, it, it's seven billion dollars it made on opening weekend. They never it, lie, Sam.
1: It never. It made all the money. Didn't cost that much. Supposedly, if because they shot these films concurrent with King Solomon's Mines and. The Alan Quartermain and the City of Lost Gold, they mm-hmm. were shot simultaneously. Right. The- which is dubious when they say that because there's different directors. Right. So they shot. It doesn't even make sense. There's a lot of like all of canon and everything that canon does is is in full effect with this picture. Mm-hmm. You have underreported budgets. You've got overreported earnings. And where is the money exactly going? Because Chamberlain signed on early mm-hmm. and there's sort of reports that John Hurt was in talks and it's not true. It can't be. No. You really look at these two pictures, the fact that they're shot concurrently, who's in them, how it's made. They went out after Chamberlain because he hadn't had a picture in a while and they knew that he was ready for a marathon shoot because he's a veteran of miniseries. There's just no other cast than him for this production. I don't see them trying to get John Hurt. No. I also don't see them thinking that there's any universe that they live in where John Hurt would do the, do the movie.
2: <laughs> yes, I would like to work with you nutsacks. That's a very uh, bad John Hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, there was also supposedly... Uh, either Golan Galan or Globus was like, oh, we need to get uh, the lady from Romancing the Stone. She she wasn't going to... Callie Turner wasn't going to do this movie. There's no universe where she does this movie. And the other thing that doesn't support that, the, the sort of story goes, is he says, get that stone woman, and that's how Sharon Stone gets cast. <laughs> because they're like, okay, here she is. But they, they just... Picked Sharon Stone because she was pretty and she was there because originally Lucinda Dickey was cast for this. And that does make sense because they were trying to put her in every fucking movie they made. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they saw her as being solid gold. And the strange thing of the Lucinda Dickey situation being that she's like, I don't want to do these shit movies anymore. And she leaves not them firing her is even more odd. But so
2: for the sequel, uh, Alan Quartermain and lost city of gold, uh, which we have not, uh, reviewed on the podcast we'll get to at some point uh because they can they got confused about romancing the stone and sharon stone for this one in the sequel did they get confused with uh uh jewel of the nile and they cast the singer jewel uh to be alan quatermain's babe because
1: <laughs> yeah they did that yeah, and the then guy. sharon stone just like had a fake picture that says i'm jewel <laughs> Get that jewel, woman. There she is. There she is.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, I've got a fun fact. Okay. Since we're talking about the sequel. Hopefully it's fun. It is a fun fact. Okay. So when they made the Kings, uh, the second one, The Lost City, mm-hmm. that is where Richard Chamberlain met the love of his life. Oh, really? Okay. And the current heir to his estate. Mm-hmm. Steve? Uh, No, I think his name is Robert. Stedman? I don't know. Yeah. I read it earlier, but now I can't remember what that guy's name is because I only give a shit about Richard Chamberlain. Right, right, yeah. You...
1: Okay, because this is a huge thing. We'll just do it now. Mm-hmm. Were you shocked when you found out he was gay, Jackie?
0: Yes. Um, I Because the very first time I really saw Richard Chamberlain in anything was um, The Thorn Birds, which I fucking love, right? I have it on DVD. They don't even make it on Blu-ray. If they made it on Blu-ray, I'd buy it on Blu-ray. But... um. I he's just such a manly, masculine man. He's hairy, swarthy. And, yeah, and you know, he just doesn't um doesn't come across at all like Yeah, it's not like the popular gay guy. It wasn't like persona. Liberace
2: or George Michael. Uh he was more like the Rock Hudson surprise, like
0: what? This. Yeah. And so when that was announced, I mean I was pretty young still, right? I didn't. I didn't really figure it out until I was much older. Um but I was like, really? It 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 shocked me. But I was yeah, like I am shocked. <laughs> but then again, you know, I was shocked when Freddie Mercury was announced for being gay as well. Yes, and
2: quite clearly gay.
0: And I I didn't oh God, well, I you were I was just a little kid 10, still, right? right and right. and the same thing with Richard Chamberlain. I just had the biggest crush on him when I was younger you still can and I do I still do yeah. I I think he's just one of the most handsome men I have ever seen and it seems like everything that I've ever uh watched him in I just love
1: he has that rare ability to play a mountain man and a scientist mm-hmm. like he can do anything and I was reading that it is the largest panty dryout in the history of the world I would bet yeah, yeah. Like all of the panties were shocked.
2: It would be like if, dry. If Tom Jones came out and said, "Yeah, I when I was a kid, uh, my penis was boiled off in a weird coffee accident." Like all the panties were dry. Just giant panties have been cleansed and are no longer good for cleaning up uh, accidents, or or
1: throwing at Tom Jones,
0: or
2: throwing at Tom Jones. Correct. I
0: wonder who started that throwing your underwear up at the stage. Tom Jones. He threw his
2: own underwear in his face and was like, that's how you do it. Ha-cha-cha-cha. Cha, cha. <laughs> oh
1: <God>. Good Lord. <laughs> so, allegedly, this thing probably cost around $15 million. They say 12.3 is the last sort of report on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they like to try to say that this one only cost five and the other one cost the majority of that, mm-hmm. and it lost money. But the two pictures shot concurrently... Uh, Probably cost around 15, and they probably made close to 18. So they didn't, like, blow it on these, but they didn't really do what they were supposed to do.
2: Right, which was uh, which was blow it, because that's what their intent was. to was to spend every cent of somebody else's money and be like, ha ha, living the dream, baby!
1: <laughs> and then get offices at MGM, and then pilfer everything, including staplers, and then go back to Israel.
2: Right, exactly. So this this failed no matter how we look at it, even though it made money. <laughs>
1: Uh, the director, Jay Lee Thompson, would leave this production at a certain point. He probably did most of it. And then uh, he went to do Death Wish 4 because that's what Jay Lee Thompson had. That's the only reason he has any involvement in canon films is because he's friends with uh, Charles Bronson. They did St. Ives together and they were just fast friends. They're like, well, and St. Ives, I really like Um But this guy, I mean, he directed Cape Fear and The Guns of Navarone. He's a good director. He shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) And you wonder, because you look at the picture and you're like, man, this did cost a lot because of all the shit they built. Mm -hmm. But they didn't do a good job after the shit was built. Right. And they didn't really do a good job building the shit. They just spent a lot of money building the shit. (laughs) Uh, Chamberlain apparently was a huge fan of the script. He was not a huge fan of the production. He was like, I loved it. It was the first thing I'd read that I thought this is funny. This is going to be great. And then they get on set and he's like, this is this just went to shit Mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. Like all of the funniness in the script is now gone.
0: I think they had some really good one liners in this. Um, Yeah. And Richard Chamberlain just nails it every time. It's pretty corny. (laughs) I know, but it's great. Right. Like the first one. Follow me. it's a jungle out there. <laughs> yeah, it comes out pretty hot,, uh,
2: yeah, I mean, if I saw this script, i would i would I would have the same reaction as him. It's a fun script, and it's probably like exactly what was needed at this point in time in history. Uh, you know, a very light uh, adventure an Errol finn Flynn esque adventure uh, to to contrast the seriousness of. You know, such dark and 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 uh, uh, doom and gloom movies such as Star Wars and Indiana Jones um, and Back to the Future. What the hell am I talking about? All those movies are fun, but this this it would have been a fun thing to look at. And then you see what is happening with yeah. I mean, even your trailer that you show up in is like painted neon green and and has a bunch of bullshit stuck all over it and you're like god damn it my trailer is even a fucking disaster
0: so was this movie i'm assuming it's uh after indiana jones releases yes okay yes years.
1: this is part of a rash of films that tried to capture that magic and missed horridly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh gene quintano the writer speaking of the comedy he would go on to do police academy sequels oh which is odd because there's some sort of Sharon Stone tie in there. Sharon Stone, I think, is been reported to be like Miss America or all this. She didn't do any of that. She was a model. She's very pretty. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Sharon um,
2: nineteen eighty Sharon Stone, if if I I had a time machine hit list, she would definitely be on it.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, well, she's not on the time machine hit list, so even though she's not looking great, I would still nail her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she'd had competed in Miss Pennsylvania. She didn't win it. Uh, and then she just started modeling and then decided to do acting and eventually does. Okay. After this, like turtle Vera is what does it for her. She gets noticed in total recall. He brings her back for basic instinct and now she's a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. At this point, her life was not going great. She had gotten into a really bad marriage, and she was just a disaster. She says that she did the Police Academy movies not because she needed to keep acting or anything. She was just like, it might make me feel better to be on some comedy pictures. Yeah. She was apparently so wretched and pissed off all the time during this movie that the crew pissed in her bathtub.
2: Oh, my God. Jesus.
1: She was taking milk baths, and they were like, well, she's not going to know it's in there. So several of them just peed and she took a pee bath.
2: Okay. So obviously, when you uh, wear a Trump hat inside of a Mexican restaurant, you're probably going to get, uh, you know, a big loogie uh, put in your burrito. Um, which is worse, the spit in your food or piss in your
0: bathtub? Piss in the bathtub. It's worse. Yeah. Okay, why is that? Because then you walk around with somebody else's piss on you, yeah, you all get, you day. Got, you got piss on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're a pee-pee. Yeah,
1: and you go, oh, I got piss on me, I need to take a bath. Oh, no, the bath is piss. Mm-hmm. Now, what so she if, had to what, drain it and shower, I guess.
2: What if you were to um, spit in somebody's mouth that was talking at a restaurant, and then that person... Uh, Went and took a number three on your sandwich. Uh, is What's the, a
0: number three?
2: It's the old, uh you know, the old. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The seaman. Yeah, seaman shows up.
0: <laughs> oh my god! It, I'm assuming
2: that that's worse than a piss bath.
0: Eh. eh. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I still wouldn't want to. I would still rather eat somebody's semen in my Jesus burrito. And not know because you know I'm gonna put enough hot sauce on it. I'm not gonna taste it. Well, you're not gonna. And know I'm gonna be like, wow, this is a bath. really salty burrito. And then, but piss bath. I'm gonna be like, does anybody else fucking smell that? And I'm gonna be doing that all goddamn day. I'd be like, why does everybody on this set smell like pee pee? God, this it smells like a
2: bum was here. Like just everything is bum smell.
0: Yeah, I mean, could they get any cheaper on this set?
2: We gotta, we just cast
0: homeless people. You're the homeless person. What?
1: <laughs> yeah, not we can't do anything about it. It's like the other stuff. Like, oh, you probably ate spit. You're like, well, I guess it's over with. I, it's it's gross, but it's ex post facto. The piss bath. You're laying in piss, and you realize it. You can't do anything about it. You're like, I'm in pee. <laughs> I am NP.
2: Man, okay, so the piss bath is the lowest you can go, and Sharon Stone got piss bath. What I mean, the stink palm. What about the stink palm? Is that worse?
1: No. Okay. It's gross, but the piss bath is really <laughs> like the only thing you could do worse is a bath made of diarrhea, but no one would get into that. <laughs> right. You, you know. couldn't fool anybody. It's just like, what is it? Chocolate milk bath? Okay, I'll try it anyway. But you don't. Because you're, like, somewhat pooped in there. <laughs> P is a silent enemy. It's
0: invisible. Okay. Cleared it up. Yep. It's science. Who was she married to at the time? Do you know? I
1: Probably. think it was an investor. I didn't really look that up. It was somebody that she was married to for five years. They didn't get divorced until 90, I guess. But it was, like, a long, drawn-out, hard-to-get-out-of-marriage. And I think it was, like... Happy for about three months. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And, and he, like, smelled her one time and then sent her some paperwork. And he's like, you smell like pee and here's some paper. Consider it a divorce. And then that movie, you know, because Arnold said that that one time. Is that your wife?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a bitch. What a bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> You know, she did really good in Casino. We can't forget yeah, that. She's good For I, all of the ups and downs she had, she was fucking great in Casino.
2: I don't give a shit what anybody says. Knowing that she was miserable at this time, it's corny, and it's, and it's way over the top. I think she's fucking fantastic in this movie. I don't think anybody could have done a better job with what she had to work with than what she did here. She's great. She's absolutely great.
1: Yeah, she's dynamite. And the... She's able to combine the the ham with the looks. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, is they right. weren't going to find anybody as pretty as her that was going to be able to deliver. Right. So it's unfortunate the movie itself is a giant turd. It's ex post facto. It's great. Like mm-hmm. Now it's like, yay, I'll watch that again. But at the time, it's like, wow, that is a turd of that a movie right
0: there. That is a right
2: shitty there. Indiana Jones knockoff. That's for damn sure.
0: So do you- I don't know about you guys, but when I was watching it, it seemed like her and Richard Chamberlain were pretty good ba- pals. Yeah. I mean, they it just seemed like she was very comfortable with him and um she was like, "I don't really want to kiss it's, your beard face," but
2: She was comfortable with him because she was wearing uh, the musk of his urine. <laughs> he was the one that pissed in her bath. Do you think it he wasn't was it one him.
1: of them? In fact, I in when his memoirs or whatever, I believe he talked about it is that like everybody really hated her. I didn't think she was that bad. No,
2: no, he's probably a very kind man. So
1: yeah. Uh And then Jerry Goldsmith scored this. Yeah. Cause we can't forget sure. that Jerry Goldsmith and Alan Silvestri were doing Canon films yeah. at one point, <laughs> like Alan Silvestri, how many Academy awards is like, Wait, he was at Canon, and oh yeah, the Delta Force theme still gets used in sporting events <laughs> yeah. because it's that fucking good.
2: Awesome. <laughs> all right, what else you got? Anything, Sam? Let's let's get all into right, this. Let's get into this. King Solomon's Mines. Uh, so, what's going on at the beginning? Is there's th- there's three dudes, and they're all in this you know dark old yuldy time science professor room, and uh, they're
0: they're in a store. That sells crap to oh, tourists. Oh,
2: was this Kazim
0: store? Or yeah, Kazam's, Kazam's store. Kazam's store. Okay, yeah. they're in
2: Kazam's store, and they're examining an idol, and in walks fucking Sala, and you're like, if you've never seen this before, and you just got hit with Indiana Jones, and then all of a sudden Sala's in this goddamn movie, you're like, he's not even a different guy. He's just, Sala has gone rogue. Sala was like, Indy drank the holy water out of the thing he gave some to his dad and you know what he didn't offer me or that marcus guy a drop so i am pissed and i'm mad as hell and i'm not taking any more i'm going rogue
1: <laughs> yeah he just does it in other movies it's right. not just this one he's done that a couple of times and this is also before john reese davies just decides to do everything anyone offers him all the time yeah exactly like he goes into a period where you're like man would you stop doing shit <laughs> just stop it it's stop it right now
2: like when he was cast is you know uh, yeah well I guess I wasn't paying attention to the dailies at this point in time in 2001 but when I saw him as Gimli I was like people are casting this guy in big he's on This is a big screen, and John Reese Davies is on it. What happened? How did that work?
1: (laughs) I just saw him in an episode of Ancient Aliens last week. He was doing those things. It was Uh, like, stop. uh, Just stay at home for a day. Yeah, right.
2: Uh, Okay, so what the idol is is a map to King Solomon's mind. You start out on the tummy, and I guess that's the Great Plains. I don't know what the snatch, the snatch is. I guess that's the mine. Or I don't know. You see the boobs, and those are big mountains that you got to get to and then cross the plain of her tummy and then end up in her hoo-ha, and that's the mine, and there's treasure in there.
0: No, the mines are in the boobs. The mines are in the Then why even?
2: Like, this map is stupid then. All you got is a belly that's a pla- the plains and then some mountains, and that's... What about her face and her legs? Those do anything?
1: No, it's just boobies. And they're it. like, oh, we found the map. It's just a <laughs> naked lady. Yep, boobies is the <laughs> real treasure.
2: <laughs> so elsewhere, uh, Alan Quartermain, an adventurer, uh, I think is his only job.
0: He's Wait, not you're, like you're a not even gonna, professor or anything. You're not even going to finish the original scene where they just have – this giant booby trap hanging above the door that they kill oh, that yeah. one guy.
2: What the's up with that?
1: And it's his place, the House of Isis. Uh-huh. And he has a booby trap that kills people on his door. And when it happens, he's like, my door. And I'm like, <laughs> well, why did you set it up like that? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. How many people are shoplifting in this store where you're like, you know what? It's time, yeah, it's time he, to get some home security
2: it it kill he John Reese davies essentially kills Rupert, the assistant, and uh Kazam is like, My God, dude, it's your you're an idiot. What did you think was gonna happen when you put a giant spiky booby trap on top of your fucking retail business? like who's that for? you
0: know, I'm telling you shoplifters it's a real problem there, <laughs> yeah, Tourist. and the
1: shoplifters have to be sort of stopped by the door that locked itself after they came in. Mm-hmm. Like, he's really worried about the shoplifters and then trapping them and killing them.
2: Right. Like, oh, great. Into town comes a bunch of French tourists. I guess I got to set up the booby trap.
1: <laughs> Those ones there, they all had sticky fingers. How can you be <laughs> sure? Well, they're all dead. That's all the evidence they're, I need.
2: Their fingers are stuck to the wall in blood. Um. So, anyways, yeah, he's dead. Elsewhere, Alan Quartermain uh, and uh, Jesse Houston are t- already together. Uh, I, I like that the film just skips past all that, that like we're supposed to know that they're a team, they're a duo, and what they're doing, and nope, it doesn't even go into any of that. We all have to piece that together later. Um, but anyways, they're tromping through the forest, and they end up to the town of Tungula. Which apparently doesn't have roads going to it because the only way to get there is to tromp through the
0: forest. It's not a forest, a jungle. It's a jungle yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, it's a jungle out there. And that's the first line we hear Quartermain say. Right. You already said that. And I just wanted to reiterate okay. it because, you know, he's fucking cool. It's like, this uh, is a cool fucking dude. That line
2: to you is as cool as saying canon pictures. You got to say it a bunch of times?
0: No. Oh, okay.
2: Um, Yeah, why? There's no road. Uh, Anyway, so they end up in this town. It's a rough place, Uh, mostly because Sala is, I guess, the goddamn mayor of Tongala. They just happen to go to the one one town for some reason. Oh, I guess they got to go to the House of Isis to try to find her dad.
1: And it seems like a big enough town that there should be a road that gets there. There
2: should be a road that goes there.
1: (laughs) Because they have to, like, they come out of the jungle and there's just this town.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A giant town. With lots of people in it.
2: Yeah, I think he was just being like, where we're going, we don't need roads. But there's a road. Yeah, nope. back onto the grassy jungle lady. I'm hoping that uh, a snake bites her shirt off. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, maybe he's just freelancing because he doesn't really see it being like, oh, you gotta go find your dad. This is a freebie. I'll give you some adventure. We gotta get there through the jungle. Right, yeah. Really? They just said that... Route 86 takes us right there. No, <laughs> the
2: jungle. The jungle. Otherwise, I wouldn't be much of an adventurer for hire, would I, if we just took roads?
0: You know, and where where do you find these adventurers for hire? That's what I want to know. And, like, how do you get yourself set up in this business? Like, I think it's mostly referrals. You just hang out in a bar, and then you have, like, a little... You know how they put name tags, and it's like a tent-type situation, mm-hmm. so it stays up, and the tent in front of you just says... Adventurer for hire.
2: Well, that's what happens at the Mos Eisley Cantina. It's quite clear that Han Solo is just hanging out, hoping somebody's like, that guy looks smarmy, and he's got a giant walking gorilla next to him. So I imagine he's an adventurer. So maybe, maybe there's a bar that has adventurers in it here in Boise. Uh mm. <laughs> Man, I would not hire anybody from that bar. <laughs> You
1: no, guys want to go are,
0: mountain biking?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you go into a Boise bar and you see a guy wearing flannel, he's not an outdoorsman. Right. That's, he's a millennial.
2: He's a millennial. <laughs> Goddamn hipster. All right, so uh, Sala is like, he finds out that they're in town. He's like, capture her. She's got the map. Or he want, I don't know why Sala is trying to capture her because he's already kidnapped her dad.
0: Leverage, he my friend. He won't talk.
2: Okay.
1: He knows that the treasure is too valuable to be in the hands of the World War 2 one Germans, I guess. Huh.
0: Why do they need her He's got the he's got the idol. Why do they need her dad? Well, they're dipshits and they actually put the idol in as we'll see later in right? with the dead assistant. Right.
2: You must translate the map. Aha, uh-huh, says Sala and then is like, "Oh, by the way, I'm leaving." And uh, you're coming with me, and I'm going to chase my daughter, and I'm going to leave the map here, and then we're going to just chase her around forever. I'm not a very good villain.
1: Yeah, and the guy that's not talking, he's like, also, there's like 10 other people in this movie that just know where this thing is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're already there. You've actually got a camp outside of it. (laughs) Mm.
0: My favorite, though, is that when we get introduced to these two villains, right? Mm -hmm. Come and eat your gross breakfast. And there's just a plate of sausages. Some of them are cooked, some of them are not. <laughs> right next to a record player.
2: Yeah, the Wagner <laughs> Wagner joke runs throughout this thing that Sala hates Wagner, and the German, of course, loves it. Yes. The so- German
1: is Herbert Lom, veteran actor. Oh, yeah. And uh, John Rhys-Davies was actually surprised that he took the film. But if you look at what Herbert Lom does after this, it's like John Rhys-Davies' career. Yeah. <laughs> He's selling toasters
0: on QVC. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: All right, so Alan and Jesse get separated. Uh, She's nabbed. And then here we go. The rest of the movie from this point on is pretty much just adventure shenanigans. We could skip the entire plot and just say adventure shenanigans. Go for the next hour and a half.
1: It's difficult. I only took three quarters of a page of notes because the only note that you need to take is peril without any action, really. Right,
2: right. Yeah, she ends up on uh, a food wagon after being nabbed and she's rolling around in lettuce. And then he jumps on the wagon by doing some Jim Cotta. And then she falls out and gets lost, and
0: he's like, "Hey, where'd she go?" But to get us to that point, after she's nabbed, they roll her up in a carpet. Oh, he right. attacks the wrong dude. Yeah, and then we see her up there with our villains, and they unroll her in the carpet, and she just keeps she just rolling. Keeps going and off she goes the through the cheap uh, fencing that's <laughs> <laughs> up there on that balcony, and just and then the food truck yeah. ensues.
2: And Saul's face when she rolls off the building, he's like. I never thought that would happen. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> Bad yeah. villains.
0: Use a shorter rug. horsewhip wagon.
1: everyone all the time. They just horsewhip people when anything goes wrong. Yeah. And there's now a food cart with a guy dressed as a lady in it that keeps trying to stand up for some reason. Uh-huh. And don't try to get control of the wagon. Just stand up. Everything will be better <laughs> once you're standing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so it runs all over the town. She falls out. Uh eventually she sneaks her way into the house of Isis. Uh and there she finds Kazam. It, but he tricks her and handcuffs her because he he uh, does he know who she is, or is he just like pretty white lady, I could sell you into the sex trade. I'm going He
1: with, knows who she is. Okay.
0: Oh, I was gonna say I'm going with option two. He did yeah. put a slave necklace on her. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, He's also trying to mummify a cat in this scene, so right. eh.
2: Yeah. Guy of questionable morals, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh,
2: then uh, he, she's like, let me go. And Alan Quartermain jumps through a skylight that is clearly three stories up, lands on a table. The table shatters. None of his bones break. He doesn't even do the barrel roll, he just lands in gun pose. Three Standing. stories. Standing.
1: In the debris that used to be a skylight in a table.
0: Right. I'm going with a lot of thigh workouts. Strong bones. Yeah.
2: Drinks a lot of milk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not the bath milk. Not
2: bath milk. Yeah. That's that's not actually milk in there. (laughs) Okay. All right. So he frees her. And then that's when they find Rupert in the mummy's tomb and the idol that they, somebody stuck in there. Kazam. Who stuck that in there?
1: I'm thinking Kazam stuck it in there. Maybe he forgot it was in there.
2: Why didn't he just sell it to John Reese Davies?
1: I don't know. He didn't want to lose it. They're in Kahoot still.
2: Right. So, I just, I don't understand. Where should I put this damn idol for safekeeping?
0: Give it away. Get rid of it. And this is where the hijinks kind of start. Kind of? because no, they already started. Oh, yeah. Well, her accident-prone... Getting Richard Chamberlain's uh, character hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Quartermain hurt because she's chasing the Kazam around with the idol statue, trying to hit him with it, and she ends up hitting him, hitting Quartermain first, right? And then she's about ready to swing at him again, and she puts her hand up like she's gonna just wallop this guy, and she hits Quartermain in the head again, mm-hmm. and then he pulls out his gun and he's like, "I need to stop her before she kills me." <laughs> right. I'm <laughs> gonna shoot this yeah. bitch.
2: Uh. So Jesse punches Kazam very poorly, and uh, he flies back, and he's got a gun, and he starts shooting at him. So what does Quartermain do? He fucking lights up some dynamite and chucks it at him up onto this hay bale, and was like, you got a choice either get that or get the hell out of here. Either way, we're getting the hell out of here, so bye. They run out the door, only to be stopped by Sala at the main door, who backs them back in, and just as fucking Kazam climbs on top
0: of the hay bale, he's
2: got the dynamite, I got it!
0: Boom! <laughs> got it <laughs> this was so awesome uh, this is just, just a guy holding dynamite and then just huge explosion oh it's just the best gag I mean like this
2: like if you do this in Indiana Jones obviously it's not going to work it's going to be totally wah, wah, but or just out of place but in this movie it fits so well and lands so perfectly it's just like the best
0: joke ever and then they keep reusing the joke mm. throughout the film, which got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Ends it, it. No should, problem. Like,
1: when he first pulls it out, you're like, "Oh, what's he gonna do? Here, what crafty thing is he? Is m- he got MacGyver tools? Does Adeline Quartermine have all sorts of uh, historically inaccurate gadgets like uh-huh. the Wild West?" He's got a nope, it's belt. just fucking dynamite. He's just got dynamite <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> And he uh, has an alarming amount. Like, he's just got dynamite for every occasion on him all the time.
2: Maybe, because the next thing he does is he sneaks out the window and sees Sala <coughs> and the, the, colonel, the German colonel talking about their plans. And uh, he gets nabbed by another German guy, and he's like, hold on, you mind if I smoke? Implying that he's got some sort of trick cigar, or maybe it's dynamite, but then he's like, ha ha, fooled you, it's fake dynamite. But then it turns out it's actually really dynamite.
0: Yeah, he goes. I got it, and then he throws it at the car, and you know, so he can get control of the vehicle. Yeah, so he can make an escape. And
2: everybody dives out, thinking that it's dynamite, and then nothing happens. And he gets in the car. He's somebody's. I think it's Sharon Stone. She's like, "What's this?" He's like, "Oh, it's a, it's a decoy." And she chucks it out, and it fucking explodes. So he's got. He's not, He's clearly got decoys, because otherwise he'd be like, "No, I that's all dynamite." But he doesn't know which ones are decoys and which one are dynamite. This guy's a loose cannon.
0: He is crazy. <laughs> well, he and... put D on there for decoy and D for dynamite. <laughs> so they kind of got mixed up a little right. when he was packing.
2: <laughs> oh, I'll remember which one's which later. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's more exciting now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... they. Now, at this point, he's driving the Colonel and Salah are now in their own vehicle. And rather than chase each other, they just spin cookies in (laughs) town square opposite one another for about three minutes.
2: (laughs) And the only reason Alan Quartermain escapes is because of prayer time, whatever that's called in the Muslim religion. I can't remember. Prayer clock. Where, you yeah, know,
0: but they're also saying that they're in Africa.
2: There's a lot of Muslims in Africa, Jackie.
0: Can we cut that?
2: What what I said or what you said? What I said. No, no. no.
0: <laughs> God damn it! I didn't know. I'm sorry. I I'm an ignorant. I'm an ignorant
2: asshole. I apologize. Yeah, isn't Somalia like one of the biggest yeah. Muslim nations the, there is? Yeah.
1: And this was shot in Zimbabwe, and the Arab League there was really not keen on the portrayal of Arab people in this picture. Yeah. There some problems there. Yeah, I bet. I bet.
0: But only half the town, uh, you know, responds right? to prayer time because they're able just to drive through crowds and crowds of people to leave town. But just in that one section, everybody gets down. Well, you know, the thing about
2: Tongala is uh, I do believe that they call it uh, Little Jerusalem. It's very divided. Half of it's Muslim, half of it's Jewish. They're, 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 and then the Christians are trying to come into it's just a it's a very religiously torn town. Tongola. <laughs> <laughs> the made up place. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yo, yeah, well, I don't know anything about no Tongala. <laughs> hey. Hey. John Travolta is not in this movie, and I would appreciate it oh, if you didn't God! bring him in. Okay? It's, it's Tongola. Wow.
2: Uh all right, so the next morning uh we learn about uh a little bit about uh Alan Quartermain's best bro, uh Abu Boo.
0: Who is a Frady Cat Who's, when it comes to technology. He's
2: a very large man and uh is has got some uh, uh phobias.
0: Moving vehicles frighten him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So he runs in front of the car, which right. seemed odd. Yeah. But then when he gets on the train, like he'll get in and on things, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he, but then he sits on the train the entire time that they're on the train. With his eyes closed. With his eyes closed and his hands over his face. Uh-huh,
2: because he's scared of it.
0: Well, I mean, I guess that's a good technique if you don't want to eat bugs. Yeah. I and mean, a fly hits you in the forehead. That's going to hurt if you're on top of a train. You're going pretty fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, this that tra- one didn't
1: look like it was moving all that fast. No, no.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, they just ran onto it. I mean, they had this whole elaborate scheme to stop the train and climb on top of it, but they just ran up to it and got on. Uh, the train is also crawling with Germans. Yes. Uh, who are very unobservant. They have uh, turret guns, an entire car of just guys holding turret guns, on what appears to be sentry duty, and they didn't notice three people running up onto the train,
0: <laughs> including one giant man. <laughs> nope. Bad at sentry duty. I mean, maybe they were nervous because they, you know, they saw the car on the tracks and they're like, they're not going to slow down. And they were having the exact same conversation as Quartermain and Sharon Stone. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, it didn't stop. Did you see that fire? And that's when they got on.
2: Yeah, Maybe. Uh, going to head towards the caboose. Cause that's where he thinks that, uh, Jesse's dad's at. And so his strategy is to kind of sneak there and crawl underneath the, uh, the cars he ends up getting in a big fight under there and almost losing his head. And, uh, then I kind of thought that this guy was going to get like ran over or something, but he just kind of gets tossed aside. Uh, while Jesse is like, all right, see you later. I uh, boo boo. Uh, I'm going to go find my dad. And she uses uh, the power of strutting to get past the Germans.
1: Strata! Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Until the dumbest part of the movie happens, where Alan Quatermain stumbles into a car full of armed Germans, and instead of uh, getting into a shootout with them and adventures, he instead sings and dances Camptown Races past (laughs) them.
1: I thought this was funnier than the dynamite joke. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> no, no, because he pops in there and he's like, ha and then they all point guns at him. and he's like, good job. You guys are good at this. Okay, let's do a song. I think he pulled it off really well, considering it shouldn't have been able to pull off at all.
2: He bugs bunnies his way past German <laughs> soldiers. That's what happened. <laughs> all right, so they get to the caboose. And Sala and uh, the colonel, German colonel, are in there, and they're torturing Doctor Houston very much. Like they're beating the shit out of this guy. I don't think he made it.
0: Well, they broke what three, three whips in this yeah. scene,
2: right? Indiscriminately, just smacking him with whips. So yeah, yeah, he's not doing good. Uh, and then Jesse falls in to the cab. Uh, bullets start flying all over the place. Quartermain ends up hanging off the goddamn side of the caboose. Sit, Solace ends up a big sledgehammer guy to knock him around, and uh, they he ends up getting chucked in between cars and then sliding underneath the train, only to grab onto a chain that happens to be on the end of it.
1: He water skis behind the train. He
2: waterskis behind the train! Oh my god! <laughs> And it's like, this is the Megaforce moment of the whole
1: movie. (laughs) Yeah, there's a bunch, because they're doing the same thing. It's really bad rear projection. uh Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, Megaforce. It's
2: so awesome. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So, thankfully, the rebels of the country, I don't know who these guys are, they arrive, and they start shooting up the train, and... uh, That distracts Sala and everybody enough to allow uh, Doctor, or uh, Quartermain to get back on, where Dr. Houston is about to be raped by a giant German man. Yeah, the dad.
1: Yeah, this guy prefers older gentlemen, Mm -hmm. but fortunately, Quartermain kills him by... Turning his crotch into a giant crater with a shotgun. I mean. (laughs) Hard to keep it PG-13 if they show any of that actually happening.
2: Wow. That is, uh, whoa. (laughs) This didn't fit in this movie. (laughs) A guy who's like, I find you very attractive. And Sharon Stone's like, oh, thank you very much. I'm not talking to you. Also, it's raping time yeah what's going on in this movie and then he gets his fucking balls blown off with a shotgun he gets shot so hard in the balls it throws him into the roof
0: yeah i loved that part oh
2: it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> i'm like
0: yes eat shit rapist but whoa whoa <laughs> oh if it could only work out that that way for every rapist yeah You think things are going well, and then kaboom, you will be peeing out of a tube for the rest of your fucking life. That guy's
1: fucking dead, Jackie. No, he doesn't have an abdomen anymore. No,
0: you can't get
2: shot in the balls with a shotgun and live.
1: (laughs) His testicles left through his back. Yeah. And I'm assuming Corner Main used both barrels. (laughs) Well, good. Yeah, two nuts, two shots. Math seems right. (laughs) Yep. And now you're in two pieces. Oh, my God.
2: Um... And so they, he, Quartermain is free to disconnect the boost, the caboose, and they drift away, but not before he's like, "Hey guys, I got it," and then fucking launches it like he's goddamn Brett Favre at the moving train and ends up get blowing up the back of the goddamn train. Like he doesn't need to be an adventurer; he needs to play for the Jets.
0: Yeah, you should probably say. He has some more dynamite. Yeah. Because people aren't gonna understand he's got it if they haven't been paying attention to the, that's the dynamite joke. Oh,
2: okay. Cause that you've told six times. I
0: got it. <laughs>
2: and then he throws it. I'm pretty sure they got it.
0: Yeah. And he's so excited to fucking light these people up. Like uh-huh. not only is he just shot a rapist in the balls, but now he's gonna blow up a fucking back of a train and he is stoked.
1: Yeah, and the German colonel at this point starting to realize why Sala doesn't like him. It's like, oh, I thought he was just a, a nuisance. That guy's running around with like a crate of dynamite in his trousers. He's <laughs> fucking dangerous.
2: Uh, so they've rescued the dad. Uh, she reunites with him, and they move back to uh, New York, and Quartermain goes back to the bar with no name and looks for more adventure until the sequel, so... Good wrap up.
0: Or does he?
2: No, they, the movie's over guys. And there's two lines that are spoken that totally has now shifted the plot saying, Alan Quatermain, you are hired to take me to King Solomon's mines now that my dad is not in this movie anymore. And he's like, okay,
0: (laughs) sounds good. I I brought dynamite. (laughs) I haven't used it all up yet. Well, and the thing is, is the the dad is like, hey, you can't let them get the treasure. This has been my whole life's work. And Quartermain's going malaria, helping this old fucking fool out, you know, because he doesn't believe in the mines at this point, right? right? Right. He's like, but then I get to spend more time with her, and mm-hmm. maybe something will happen. Mm-hmm. And he's like, eh, what else am I doing? Hundred bucks, and I'll do it.
2: God, if 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 only things could go my way, maybe she and I will end up in a. Hot pot later, all wet and juicy. Yeah. How do you like your dinner, Alan? Awfully hot and awfully yeah. wet. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So they're in. They're gonna go find the mines. Uh. They fall, They see a plane fly overhead. They follow over to it and uh. They uh, attempt to steal the plane and then uh. Shenanigans. Adventure. Shenanigans happens.
1: Adventure. Shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Uh. She. Does cookies in the plane. (laughs) Now the second time that just spinning cookies is a substitute for action in this movie.
0: Right. Yeah, this seemed to be the longest scene for me for the entire movie was the plane scene. I'm like, oh my God. But then when they finally get up in the air, I was back in because there was a chicken scenario.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, he jumps on the wing. Alan Cornerman eventually jumps on the wing. He's dangling there. She doesn't know how to fly a plane, but somehow she gets it up in the air, uh, even though he, she doesn't even know what the stick is. And then the Germans down on the ground send, I guess, the Luftwaffe after her. And this guy, or I guess they didn't have that at this point, uh, the Red Baron. And he's like, oh, I see you're flying very bravely at me. Oh, we're going to play chicken. Oh, this should be fun, y'all." Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For a minute, I thought it was Martin Mull, but it isn't.
2: Yeah, right. Kind of seems like him. Uh, and he, it ends with Alan Quartermain kicking this man out of the sky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was so awesome. Like
2: this, this might be my favorite part of the movie. There's
0: no way to end this scene well, right? Right. Just kick him in the back of the head. <laughs> Fuck. And then
1: he goes down and explodes. <laughs> I've never seen anybody win a dogfight in air by kicking the other pilot. Right. <laughs>
2: I mean who knows maybe maybe it should be trained a little bit more. It's a good tactic. I didn't see those top gun bastards doing any of this shit.
1: That's why North Korea gets away with so much because their jets have holes holes underneath the feet. Everybody's worried about They've it.
2: They've got Fred Flintstone planes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but do. I saw I saw that there was this company, uh, they're called Soul Soup, and they've got this very racy ad campaign where they take world leaders and put quotes in their in their in their uh, you know billboards like the world leader said it. and So they're Kim Jong Un, uh, uh, he's got a big smile on his face, and he says, "Ah, soul, <laughs> because, good lord, because of, you know South Sal- Korea." Good God. I was like, whoa, oh, 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 man, I I don't know if I want to work for you guys, but I respect the hell out
1: of what you're doing.
2: <laughs> and the Trump one was, you know, uh, they, it was their Mexican tortilla uh, soup that they were advertising. He was like, I love Mexican people. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Great stuff, guys. Keep it up. Um, All right. So. They're they're flying around. They see Salah and his crew uh, out marching around on the ground, don't know where they're going. I guess they're just going to King Solomon's Mines, even though they don't know the path, or somebody does. I don't know. Um,
0: and so they decide to buzz bomb them.
2: Just leave them alone. You got a plane. Just go. Get out of there.
0: Yeah, it's more fun to <laughs> watch the two villains get dropped on their rears. Yeah, but then their plane gets shot up. It actually
1: flirts with action here, too, because they buzz them a couple times. Sharon Stone finds some bombs, and then they blow some stuff up. There's people uh, scattering everywhere. You're like, oh, there's going to be some action. They're going to get into... Nope, it's resolved by an elephant stampede uh-huh. that was mostly unannounced and just came out of nowhere.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> huh. All right. And then so, their plane gets shot up, and so they have to... Not crash land it. They just
0: jump out of it. <laughs> yeah, you get close enough to the ground. Uh, you know, you just roll. Yeah,
2: I don't know. <laughs> I don't think
1: so. I, there's a lot of flight schools that took notes here and be like, oh, you can just kick the other plane <laughs> and just jump out whenever you want. I didn't think about any of that.
2: <laughs> I mean, I was told any
0: landing you walk away from is a good one. They didn't even land. Why bother? <laughs> and I love the toy plane. Uh, yeah that falls and you're like, what? That's not even the same fucking color. Right. I think it was like bright yellow and their plane is like green. Uh-huh.
2: And they, of course they, they jump out right in front of boob mountain. So oh, yeah, they're, they're almost there, which is weird because they walk up boob mountain right into a camp of cannibals. Like you didn't see this giant camp of cannibals. The, I mean, come
0: on guys. Well, there was just the one guy. The one guy. Yeah, up on the hill. And so they were going to go talk to him. But then when they got up there, there was a whole army behind him. And then they all rushed in from every side.
2: When you see the shot later of them, their camp that they don't get taken to, they're there. They're at it. It's pretty big. Corner is not good at navigation or avoiding cannibals.
1: That's why he brings so much dynamite. Mm. It's sort of a level where he's like, I don't. I'm not good at this at all. Um, It's going to go sideways on us. And I'm going to have to blow something up a lot. Yeah.
2: Except for right here. Because the cannibals have a giant cauldron. And they're putting some hausenfeffer in it. And they're going to put some people in it. Even though Quartermain and uh, Jesse think they're about to go free, they have a total, they're (coughs) going to eat her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God Uh, moment. Uh, And uh, so then they're put in the cauldron.
1: They're able to escape by knocking it over. And then it starts tumbling. And then all of a sudden, they're in the Gravitron. Right. (laughs) And we have to notice this, because if you you still live by a fair that has, they call it a starship something else or wherever you're at. There's still a Gravitron. You got to do it the right way.
2: They athletic. didn't do it the right
1: way. You always have to have a, a pint and a corn dog before you get in there. Mm-hmm. And when you get out of the Gravitron after you get in it directly after having a pint of beer and a corn dog, you mm-hmm. are ready to leave the fair.
2: Uh, Battlestar Puke Lactica, I believe. <laughs> there it's <called>. you go. <laughs> uh,
1: their Gravitron harmlessly comes to rest. They're in love now, but they're about to be eaten by lions. And this is another thing that, you know... Avid outdoorsmen can learn from them. Like pilots are learning things from them. Mm-hmm. If a pride of lions is about to eat you, mm-hmm. just start humping.
2: Just make out, yeah.
1: And they'll watch and you'll be fine.
2: Lions love human uh, chemistry, it's a known fact. I mean, Simba would just sit there and spank it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wasn't even choosy about humans. Timon and Pumbaa would be, you know, getting it on. He'd be like, oh, yeah. Those, okay.
0: <laughs> You're not even going to go there? Nope, I sure am. I, I started, and then I was like, nope, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to shut the fuck up. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> He's gonna I've be already like... made one terrible comment about uh, religion in this episode. I certainly don't want to say anything else.
2: He's going to put it, was, it, it, it in a... the circle of
1: life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a uh, Akuna yeah. my no thanks. <laughs>
2: it means go fuck yourself (laughs) you're grossing me out um all right uh you uh, you skipped over some stuff here sam because
1: oh did i while
2: they're rocking the cauldron back and forth the cannibals don't really give a shit (laughs) they're not trying to stop it they're like not even like hey you guys just sit there and get cooked
1: there's There's nothing they can do I mean, the layout, they're probably all just sitting there going, you know what? That wasn't
0: the best design. (laughs) That, and we put him in a pot with dynamite in his pockets Mm -hmm. and bullets. And
2: Yeah, bullets. Like, they're fully clothed. I mean, that's not how cannibals work, guys. (laughs) They shoot you and kill you first and then cook you. You don't get cooked alive in your clothes with shotgun shells and dynamite. That's going to be some pretty icky food.
1: And it has whatever they ate yesterday in it. Mhm. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> mm. Man, that uh Alan Quarterman gave me some explosive diarrhea cuz the dynamite that I ate. <laughs> yep. That was that was fucking lame. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh also they died when they rolled down the hill, Sam. They're dead.
1: They're dynamite. dead. Yeah. This is about the third time.
2: Mhm. Uh while they're making out it's really gross because she just eats his beard. They don't even kiss on the lips. She proceeds to open mouth kiss his beard.
1: Yeah, if you get to see a generational gap in acting school right here, mm-hmm. because he came from you just press each other's faces together. You're supposed to turn this way. I turn this way. They can't tell that we're kissing. We're not actually kissing, whereas she's been trained to just fucking make out with him. Get some it's beard. A, just make out with him. And he's like, what are you doing? You're trying to make out with me. Just You just press the faces and you turn. And she's like... <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, they're freed from the lions because up back up on the hill, the Germans have showed up and killed all of the cannibals.
1: Like a turkey shoot. This mm-hmm. is gross. Yep. They're like really genociding these people. It is indiscriminate and yeah. horrible.
0: I mean... Well, and they are just going around uh, looting the bodies as well uh-huh. as they go. I mean, we see this guy's got all these necklaces. It's hey, pretty awful. Hey,
2: this cannibal's got a finger necklace. Your ear necklace sucks, man. Check this one out. Yo, yeah, well, this one's got a penis necklace. No, he, those are fingers. Dude, cannibals eat the penis. You don't know shit, stupid German.
0: Or I was talking about the gold necklaces, but okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, this isn't a universal soldier, sir. Mm, okay. All right.
2: Well, I mean, they're cannibals. What are they doing with gold necklaces?
0: Well, <clears throat> as we already know, that we kind of glazed over this, the uh, tribe leader actually has a necklace from King Solomon's Mine. Mm, okay. Very so, important. So,
1: yes, there's like 10 people in this movie that already know where it is. Yeah, exactly.
2: All right, so they, Jesse and Alan, they get picked up uh, as they're walking around by the tribe of the tree people who have decided that the world is so bad that they must change it. And in order to change it, they must be upside down.
1: (laughs) They must be upside down.
2: It's literally, oh, the fabled tree people. They hate the world so much that the old f- they must be upside down to change. <laughs> what? What?
1: What? What does and that do? <laughs> and they're like the best dry cleaning service
0: ever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right? And they do their laundry.
0: <laughs> and she's sitting there just like looking at them like they are elves or something that she has never seen right, before. Yeah. They are these magical creatures uh-huh. that she's always heard fairy tales about. No, they're just people hanging upside down. They're idiots. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, my God. I mean.
1: They're sir- really good at laundry.
2: Yeah, they're really good at laundry.
1: They're very good launders.
2: Uh, I, I mean, those, ma- ma- not Maharaji, the dudes that, you know, protest Vietnam and You know, burst into flames. Uh, Those guys guys were protesters. I mean, you talk about dedication, about changing the world. You light yourself on fire in the middle of the street and just sit there. That's dedication. These guys are upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Call CNN.
0: (laughs) We have found... A society of rope burns. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I mean, Gandhi, (laughs) fuck you, buddy. These guys are upside down.
1: (laughs) How long can they be upside down before they get sick from it? (laughs) Well, because the blood's going to rush into your head.
0: That's how you change the world, Sam. Okay. (laughs) But they do give her an awesome crown. And at this point, you abandon King Solomon's mind.
2: Fuck this. I have got, I mean, that crown's like got the world's, like, fuck the Hope Diamond, too. That diamond is giant. She is rich. And she's the queen of the tree people.
0: Which doesn't make sense why they then drop them off with the violent tribe.
2: Right. Like, here's your free ride to King Solomon's Mine. We'll just stop you about right in the middle of this death tribe.
0: Yeah. Sorry about that. But they chopped down all the trees and we don't have a way to swing upside down. We're not walking. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. We can't walk upside down in air.
2: Yeah. That would be like, you know, somebody on a fast eating, you know, we got to be upside down and change the world. Okay, good luck, guys. I hope it works out for you. Um, So, yeah, they're surrounded by this new tribe. And they're taken in front of the witch doctor, and I guess he says death by Ungabunga uh, because Alan Quartermain is hung upside down uh, above a pit of alligators. Um, All right, so he's about to die. Jesse's pleading to the queen for him, like, I love him. Please spare him. And then a boo-boo shows up in an explosion. Uh, I guess that's his power.
0: Or he just snuck off with some of the dynamite. It's like,
2: I got to make an entrance like I'm fucking Batman. <laughs>
0: yeah, he does. And then
1: he yeah. disputes her leadership, says that he's the king, and then shows off some rosacea.
0: Yeah. I believe that's an alligator or it's supposed to be an alligator. What? Yeah. He's got some gunk on his tummy. And he that makes him the goddamn
2: king of uh what? Boo-boo! What who when how what is going
1: on? He, it's like there's just peanut butter on his stomach and it dried up and got flaky. Uh-huh.
2: They're like, our savior! He bears the sign! Everybody bow down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he bears the sign of GIF. <laughs> the chosen one it's the best
2: peanut butter spread that there is he's got it on his tummy let's go uh okay so that gets is enough for Quartermane to get free and they start beating everybody up but then the germans have showed up as well and within 30 seconds of abubu claiming usurping the throne of this tribe and being their king uh, their entire village gets exploded by mortar fire. So,
0: the king of what? Yeah, not the great, the first great day of kingdom God there. damn it. <laughs> but I, I want to interject here mm-hmm. that they take Sharon Stone's magnificent crown and give it to this old hag, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At this point, I don't know. Maybe I'm a bastard. But when they drag me over there and that crown is sitting on her lap, I'm reaching over there and ganking that back. Like, fuck you, you old bitch, and then I'm going to hit her in the head with it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that's not what, I mean, yeah, that's you. That's what Sharon should, Stone should have clearly done. But uh, she gets dragged into a cave, and Alan Quatermain is like, let's go, let's follow her. But they got to take another way because the cave door closed. So they finally get in there. Uh, the Germans are also delayed by quicksand, uh, which Sala then shoots all of the Germans and walks across their corpses so that he can walk across quicksand. Uh, which I think stuck in the colonel's craw a little bit. You killed all my guys. I don't like that.
1: I think he's more pissed that he didn't think of it first. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And then we also have to mention that in between shots right here, Sharon Stone in a deleted scene, or I don't know what happened, but she's got hot pants now. Her shorts are nice. much shorter and flared open at uh-huh. the hip.
0: Yeah. Maybe it was, I don't know. Uh we are now able to see some buns a little bit. Uh okay. So she now
2: is being held captive over a lava pit, I think. And I think that they have dipped her shiny crown in the lava and now it's molten hot and they're going to put it on her head and be like suck it bitch, you got crowned and you're dead like they did in Game of Thrones to Daenerys's brother.
0: Um, yeah. No, because the old woman, the old hag, still has the crown.
2: Oh, then what the fuck is happening? A, a man gonna, in the
0: iron mask is happening uh... right now.
1: They're going to replace her head with a hot diamond head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not going to be fun. A hot diamond. But Mbubu uh, and, and Quartermain show up and somehow rescue her, even somehow. though time and space doesn't work and it's more dubious. Then anything else that happens in this movie, up until they go into the next room to reveal that the true history of Africa is magic white people frozen in crystals.
0: Right. I thought those were supposed to be like large diamonds, and they're like, oh, these are these are our past queens, and they're like Cleopatra, and they've got her as like this really young woman that looks. I think it's supposed to be Sharon Stone. No, yeah, no, it's Sheba. The the, the the boobs
2: are Sheba's boobs. The mountain boob mountain is Sheba's boobs. And she's like, there she is, Sheba. She looks just like you, Sharon Stone. Because it is Sharon Stone. Uh, which I think is saying that that's why the tree people put a crown on her. Because she's like, they're like, you're Queen Sheba. And this old hag is like, bitch, you can't be Queen Sheba. I'm Queen Sheba. Even though I'm not a white person. <laughs> Wow,
1: canon. Yeah. Wow. And that she's like the crazy cat lady of Africa. She's just nuts. Right. Nothing that she says makes any sense. It's just loud noises.
2: Uh-huh. Man. Okay. <laughs> um So the team German has uh also ran into Shelob because, you know, Lord of the Rings again, <laughs> got a giant fucking spider in this cave. God damn it.
1: <laughs> it's not good. One of its fangs falls off in the shot.
2: Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it also
1: has rabies. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: They just stuck some Alka-Seltzer in its mouth. <laughs> um, Alan and Jesse, though, they found the, the treasure room. And so they're loading up. They're loading up their pockets. But they get trapped in there because the old hag has hit a secret button because she knows all this shit. And uh, the the ceiling's now coming down, uh, but outside the colonel, he's killed Sala because he was like, "You shot my men! You, uh, you clever bastard! Good ideas, not die!" and shoots him like six times. And after he shoots him, while Sala's laying on the ground, he does that like Joe Pesci thing where he's still shooting him while he's on the ground.
1: He's making good measure. like, "I, I don't trust you to die." I'm gonna empty this thing in you.
2: Yeah. Oh wow! What an end to Sala. I thought he was gonna be a bigger deal than that. Yeah, anticlimactic for him. Uh, so now the roof is dropping, but they they prop it up with the treasure, thankfully. But then the room floods, and they're about to die. She confesses she loves him, but I don't think he hears it because he was already underwater, and he's like, "Yeah, glub, glub. I can't hear that." <laughs>
1: Uh, the- he's like, he's <laughs> like, I'm moving to Hawaii with the makeup guy on this movie.
0: Right? <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happens, Sam. And then the colonel dynamites them free. I
2: think, I think he's trying to get in the treasure room, so he blows yeah. up the entrance and frees them with dynamite.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then he goes in and does the same thing they did. Mm-hmm. Starts filling up his pockets with... Jewels from very carryable buckets, rather than just picking up one of the fucking buckets.
2: I also like that his dynamite caused the collapsing roof to retract. Because it's not, the the roof is not collapsed in there.
1: Oh, no, it's just on a spring, so once the door's open, it just goes right back up.
2: Okay, and you blow up the door, it goes back up, I guess, too. All right, so he's getting all loaded up, but guess what? Sala isn't fucking dead. Shot seven times, but he did that Clint Eastwood thing with a, with a stove top chest plate.
1: No, it's a mithril vest. It's oh, yeah. fucking Lord of the Rings shit again.
2: <laughs> oh, no shit. There is a little sparkle to it as well. It
1: is. It's a mithril vest. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, and so he makes the colonel eat the treasure.
1: <laughs> eat it!
2: Now swallow!
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll cut you open later, and then the colonel finally realizes, like, wait, all of this treasure's in buckets already. <laughs> we can just grab it and walk out together.
2: No, eat eat the treasure! <laughs> I will not eat the treasure! Eat the treasure! Okay, <laughs> oh. Ah, so he eats the treasure. (laughs) And Abubu is also in the cave, and he's found the old hag queen, and she says something crazy cat lady-like, and dives (laughs) into a pit, and then explodes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which causes the mountain to start erupting. (laughs) Yep.
2: She is the shot at the Death Star.
1: (laughs) No, she's thrown herself into the fires of Mount Doom.
2: Yeah, it starts a chain reaction. (laughs) Okay. So that causes Solid to then be crushed by rocks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then Colonel shoots the roof some, too, to, like, for good measure. Uh And, like, really crush the shit out of him with these rocks.
2: And then he catches up to Quartermain and Jesse, who are getting away, and is like, give me the treasure. And they're like, okay, I'm going to set it on this rock, which is right next to this booby trap rock. And he's like, hooray, steps on the booby trap rock, falls into the water that we thought before was like boiling acid water. But Ah. no, there's a Loch Ness monster in
1: there. I believe it's an undead hippo. An undead
0: hippo. (laughs) It does look like an undead hippo. You're absolutely Ah. right. And it just pushes him back and forth. It's only got one it's only got one way it's moving here.
1: There's a guy on the other side of the rock wall playing a singles what hungry hungry undead hippo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he's dead. The diamonds come back up, you know, with the rock. And uh they go to grab him and Abubu's like, "No, you can't take the diamonds. They stay with the mountain." Why the fuck
0: did you bring us here, Abubu? <laughs> God damn it. Did you get my crown from that old crazy bitch? Because if anything, that was given to me by a different tribe and I'm keeping it.
2: Ah, Fuck you, Abubu. Uh, All right. So guess what? Sala isn't dead. He's still going.
1: (laughs) And the production has just a little unintentional comedy left in it. Because the stunt man looks nothing like Richard Chamberlain right. at all. Uh-uh. He looks like he could probably double for Bruce Campbell, but not Richard Chamberlain. Right. He's got black hair and he's much thicker. It's uh-huh. ridiculous.
2: So they've him and Quartermain and somehow Sala gets lit on fire, consumed by flame. He's not dead. He's still going at it. And in fact, he's staying dialogue. Wow, well on fire.
1: Yeah, and it's not like I'm on fire dialogue. It's like, remember last two seasons ago, you had me at the tree, and I, you thought you were going to get me, but you didn't. Now I'm on fire, and you think I'm going to die. No, I'm not going. I'm just going to keep talking, even though I'm burning alive.
2: There's no oxygen where you're... T- How are you doing that, said Quartermain. That's amazing. You should take this on tour, Sala. <laughs> but he yeah. does He falls into the hot tub, and I think explodes as well?
1: Yeah, the lava explodes people.
2: Yeah. But he explodes above the lava.
1: He just was... He had too much dynamite in his pants, Mm, too. They're all taking notes from Quartermain at this point.
2: Okay. So I guess Sala's dead now, uh, question mark. Which then... So the mountain's coming down, Alan... Pole vaults his way across the hot tub of lava, which then also explodes in very bad effects, blowing him out of the cave, rolls down the hill, they walk away as the whole mountain explodes, and the mat work is terrible because the explosion's in front of them. It's awful. Yep.
1: It's in front of them. Yep. It's
0: the fourth of July celebration from a small town mm-hmm. near where they're filming and they're like, Yeah.
1: Just use it. And the only way to do it right, and they think that they had to move the camera in the shot or something like that, because if the, you have to get a, a blank static shot with nobody in it, mm-hmm. then the shot you want, the camera has to not move. And then you can use the three with or the two with the explosion to actually do your mat work. But I think they had to move the camera, so they just couldn't do it.
2: Right. Exactly. Uh, and so they walked down the hill and a is like, oh, sorry, you can't keep diamonds. Those are for the mountain that just got blown up but i you've been rewarded in your own way by the memory of it all. <laughs> and they're like cool, cool story, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck
0: you. <laughs> and then they push him out, shut the village doors, and then the village has a fucking party. Yeah. yeah.
1: They're like, "Oh, you can you're he, the real treasure is the memory of experience. Also, you're not invited to the dance party."
0: Right? Yeah. Fuck
2: off. Well, the dance party is because they finally got rid of all the white people. <laughs> yeah.
1: woohoo! <laughs> they didn't want to. I mean, he's doing them a favor. They're going to look like idiots dancing. In there. Oh, yeah. Right. you seen white people dance?
2: <laughs> uh, but they did keep a couple diamonds. Pretty big diamonds. Real big diamonds.
0: Yep. So that's I the kind of diamond I want for my next wedding ring. Okay. I'll work on that. It's as big as my hand. Yeah. And then I'd be like, "Do you see this?"
2: Yeah, again, bigger than the Hope Diamond that is yeah. in the Queen's crown. Uh, probably going to be pretty rich. All right. So my first question: So Abu boo is a fucking prick, right? Yeah. Like, a his idiom is that he the entire time. Well, I mean, let's 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 really go back. I kind of seem, think like there was an outcast situation, not the cool band from the 2000s, but uh, uh, the movie we did with uh, Hayden Christensen and Nick Cage, where he is in line. He's the heir to the crown of this mean tribe. And his brother is the in charge of the army or his sister, I guess. And so she kills the king and then he's got to go into exile and that's where he finds Quartermain, and he's like, yeah, I'll work for you. I'll work my way back in, and become king. But he's not there to help Alan Quartermain at all.
1: No, he's there to protect the secrets of the mountain. Then And the lady, I'm not really sure how she gets to be in charge, because he's gone, I guess. Because they're like, you don't have the peanut butter belly. <laughs> you are not the rightful... I don't even know what to call the person leading this tribe.
2: Well, he says King.
1: Luba okay, says he's king, the king.
2: So, yeah. So why doesn't he just kill Alan Quartermain? Like, oh, you're gonna try to find King Solomon's mine? Okay, well, you're dead. I snapped your neck while you're sleeping. <laughs> now I'll go back up the hill and we'll just defend against the Germans.
0: Well, sort they haven't gotten re- the um the guns for the alligators yet. <laughs> so they had to buy some time. So then he needs, he's
2: using Alan Quartermain to stall?
0: Yeah, so that he can get the guns for the alligators.
2: So, Abubu, Alan Quartermain's assistant in disguise, used him and risked his life to meet his own ends. I think Abubu probably should have got punched in the face by Alan Quartermain. He's too tough.
1: I don't think Alan Quartermain would want to punch him.
2: Yeah, maybe not. Because he
1: beat up that, well, he sort of threw the big guy off the train and really beat him up, but Alan Quartermain hurt his hand punching that guy.
2: That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, Abubu's a prick. His uh, diplomacy, now that he's king, is going to go poorly.
1: Who's next? Uh, so is it just me or is King Solomon's mines not very much treasure?
2: Well, I mean, those diamonds are big, Sam. You don't need a lot of them when they're that big.
1: Well, because we know so much about the Knights Templar, because we just watched so many very accurate films portraying them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's so much treasure. It was filled up ships and took hundreds of guys to get it all out. This is like two treasure chests. Yes. Yes. Any one person would be very rich, but this is not the treasure of the earth. It's way <laughs> less
2: treasure in volume than even the Goonies treasure. Yeah. So, yeah, King Solomon, like, he wasn't working very hard.
0: <laughs> no, he is definitely a liar about his wealth. He's like, hey, ladies, I've got a yacht. Oh, yeah. And then they get there and it's a fucking dinghy. mm Come on, babes, let's party. It's,
2: it's his dad's fishing boat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, Boo Boo's just been spending it. Right? That <laughs> GIF doesn't buy itself.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> the treasury's getting a little low, Boo
0: Boo. <laughs> Turns out I'm not a very good king. Uh,
2: yeah, no, it sucks. Jackie, question?
0: So do you think they have that awkward conversation later, Cormain and... Jesse, like, did you hear me when I yeah, we right. were about ready to drown? So yeah. Um, and I think my diamond is better than your diamond, so I I'm not really gonna give this to you. Like I said, I was when we first left the village. This mm-hmm. one's mine.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, so you think that she's she doesn't actually have any feelings for him and just said that in the heat of passion, as uh de- you know declared at the end of Speed. You know, in the heat of the moment, relationships usually don't work out.
0: Yeah, so it's like when you go to a scary Halloween film with somebody, right, mm-hmm. and you hold their hand and you feel connected, more connected to them than you normally would. Right. Is it that?
2: Yeah. Or when you go to a scary film and you um, cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn and put your penis in it. Very similar to that.
0: And the salt burns?
2: No, she grabs your dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, she's like, I'm holding your penis. And it's okay because it's during a horror film, but then after the movie's over, it's pretty weird.
1: <laughs> you no, know, usually what happens is, is you put it in there, and then she turns to you and says, I don't even like popcorn. <laughs> and then you got to get after it yourself. And she's like, man, you're really getting after that popcorn, but you're just you're, you're jacking off in popcorn.
2: I usually do it wrong and and put the the hole in the soda cup, and so I just end up with Coke everywhere. But You're my like, penis still ends up in the cup.
1: I just eliminate all of the middlemen and squirt the hot butter directly into my pants.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. I think she uh, doesn't love him, Jackie. I think. Uh, I think she is, is. I mean, the sequel, she's in it, and so we know what happens. But their relationship is is based off of lies. <laughs>
0: And the fact that she's thinking, oh, he's just not showering because we're out in the middle of the jungle. Mm-hmm. No, that's just how he fucking is. That's how he is. <laughs> he's just he did, stinky.
1: He did not like those upside down people washing his shirt.
0: No.
2: <laughs> I didn't ask for this. All right. Uh, my final question. Well, I got This is a two-parter. Uh, Richard Chamberlain or Harrison Ford as adventure guy? Who does a better job? Uh, Richard Chamberlain. Okay. Just general adventure guy. If you're casting adventure guy, who are you going to go with, Harrison Ford or Richard Chamberlain? Uh,
1: I just just don't know who's better adventure guy than Harrison Ford ever. I'm really going to give Chamberlain the chopstick because Shogun's very good, Mm -hmm. and he's very good in it, but Harrison Ford is adventure guy.
2: He's adventure guy. Yeah, I'm going to go with Harrison Ford too. Sorry, Jackie. Uh, However, Sharon Stone versus Kate Capshaw. Who's Kate Capshaw? Steven Spielberg's wife. Uh, what's her name? Danny in Temple of Temple Doom?
1: of Her name is Shut the fuck up. Her Stop name, it.
2: <laughs> shut. Shut it.
1: <laughs> I hate her in that movie.
2: She's the. It. They're the same character. Both. You know. Ew. This is gross and too much adventure, and I can't look. Uh, damsel in distress characters. Dude. Sharon Stone kicks her ass. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Sorry, Keith Capshaw. You stink. <laughs> in that movie. Uh, all right. Sam? Jesse, My here. last
1: question would be that a uh, piece of trivia I didn't put in is that beyond everything else that Golan Globus does that's so ridiculous and how this is all of it working at once and all of their bad ideas and all of their poor intentions... They marketed this, and they went after it hard, because they did this movie to coincide with the 100-year anniversary of the release of the first Alan Quartermain novel.
2: Mm, okay. <laughs> well,
1: Has anybody ever fucked up anything more than they fucked up Alan Quartermain, <laughs> is my question.
2: Right. Uh, well, then you would have to compare to all of their other fuck-ups. i like, I mean, they fucked up a lot of shit, bud.
1: Not a hundred year anniversary. That's <laughs> that's a big fuck up right there.
2: Check this out, guys. You're gonna like this, you Alan Quartermain diehards. And then they're like, "I hope you uh, fall into a, a pit of lava and explode." Uh, Minahim Go- golem. <laughs> you you bastard. You you ruined my childhood, is what Jackie would say. <laughs> yeah, Jackie. Any other questions? No. Okay, final recommendations. Sam, let's go with you first.
1: Yeah, this is a super do. It's really working itself into my Hall of Fame, I think. It's so much, because I'm three times in, and it it gets more fun every time you watch it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I'm also going to give it a do for that reason. I just never get bored watching it. I think I've watched it like five times now in the last six months. Right. And it's funny and then I always catch new things Mm -hmm. like God, I don't remember that that is hilarious
2: yeah I mean I'm with you on the catching things like I didn't really piece together what a piece of shit a boo-boo was the first time I saw this like (laughs) he's just like oh he's crazy but he's a real fucking dick um and then just all the all the silly stuff um I I think it's great. I think that this is if if somebody was to say that this is the best, uh, canon movie picture, I would disagree, but I would not argue with them. Uh, I I think you can make that dec- declaration. It's fucking fantastic, and it's really accessible as well. Um, uh, this is a movie for everybody. You can show this to basically anybody except for little kids during that one rapey scene. Um, it's it's just it's it's fucking great. You are wasting your life if you haven't seen this movie. Uh it's one of our best. So Hall of Fame type level. So do it. Uh next week is Sam's pick. Sam, what you got dialed up?
1: I kinda wanna just do the next one of these.
2: (laughs) Uh let's I say give it a little bit. No, I say do it. Oh, god damn it. It's not as
1: good, but I'm, yeah, we're just going to do, it's too much. We're just going to run Ellen Quarterman out here. It's on here. We don't want to wait and That's have it true. go off again. We're just going to do it. Okay. Uh, Lost City of Gold is next week.
2: Okay. All right. We'll check that out. Uh, we might have a Corona soda this week. Um, we've got some news to discuss with our hardcore fans. So uh, check that out if it's out. It'll be either this week or next week. So, Anyways, guys, uh, stay safe out there. Wear your masks. Um, Social distance. We don't want this shit flaring up anymore. I'm s- sick of being inside. God damn it. Uh, and get to the chopper.